You are a Locked On Braves postcast, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta, your team every day. And hello and welcome into the Braves postcast. Grant McCauley with you after what was a great night at the ballpark for the Atlanta Braves. Great night in Braves country. Wherever you were watching, as Spencer Strider had it all on display. And it's as good as I think the young right-hander has ever looked. And I think he might just be getting started with this whole thing. Strider flirting with a no-hitter into the eighth inning before it was finally broken up. The Braves bats, though, they had done a lot of heavy lifting throughout this game. 11 to nothing, the final score. The win over the Marlins. And Spencer Strider really, really showing you what makes him such a special pitcher. One of the best pitchers in all of Major League Baseball. And we're going to talk about a lot of numbers that back that case up. Before we get started with that, though, I want to remind you, as always, to subscribe to Locked On Sports Atlanta right here on YouTube. Hit the bell so you get notified every time we drop a new episode. And make sure you subscribe to Locked On Braves wherever you get your podcast. Now let's talk about Spencer Strider because I think he was the story of the night. As the Braves were able to snap a losing streak of four games, that might not sound like much, but the Atlanta Braves hadn't had a four-game losing streak since the very tail end of the 2021 season, and it was a frustrating weekend over the uh, the last three days for the Braves against the Houston Astros at Truist Park. So they were looking to bounce back in a big way, and I would say Monday definitely qualifies. Let's jump into the box score of this one, game number 23 of the season for Atlanta. Now 15-8 and eight are the Braves as they pound out 11 runs on 12 hits. A couple of errors, eight men left on base. Marlins dropped to 12 and 11. They have been pretty good thus far this season, off to a pretty good start and you know just maintaining their place in the mix in the National League East. That's what they're looking to do is take those steps forward. But this was definitely not their night. They were shut out on two hits, two errors, four men left on base. Spencer Strider, the winner, now 3 and 0 on the year. We'll talk all about his performance. I promise I'll get to that. Edward Cabrera takes a loss. He's 1 and 2, no save in a game that lasted just 2 hours and 21 minutes and a crowd of 28,241 paid to see it now they got to see a lot of offense from the Atlanta Braves and I'll touch on that as we go along but Spencer Strider again he was the story no question about it and it seemed from the very first inning that he just had things just on on lock exactly the way that he wanted it to be and he was able to accomplish something I think and in talking to him after this start that he's really searching for each and every time he goes out there and that's efficiency and that's being able to not just strike everybody out but also able to get some quick outs from some of these Marlins hitters on this night, and that helped him carry a very manageable pitch count in his no-hit bid into the eighth inning before that was finally broken up by Gene Segura. Uh, Spencer Strider, though, eight innings, two hits, no runs, no walks, 13 strikeouts. One of the best performances, hands down, of his young career. He now has 49 strikeouts. That surpasses Jacob deGrom for the major league strikeout lead. He also leads all qualified pitchers with 14.7 strikeouts per nine, does Strider. He is just, you know, he's been masterful when it comes to strikeouts, but that's what you expect. That's what Spencer Strider does. Seventh career double-digit strikeout game in this one, and nine straight starts with at least nine strikeouts. That surpasses John Smoltz's franchise record and makes him one of, I believe, just seven pitchers in baseball to have a string in which they've gone at least nine starts with at least nine strikeouts. So very impressive. Uh, Nolan Ryan among the names on that list. We'll see how far he's able to carry that out, but you kind of expect it at this point. The Spencer Strider, if he throws five, six innings, he's going to strike out nine or more batters, and that's what he's been doing thus far to start this year and trekking on back into 2022 as well. A 180 ERA now for Strider. That's third best in the National League. 
If you had NL ERA leader Bryce Elder on your bingo card coming out of spring training, congratulations. You can collect at the front. Uh, but yeah, 1.14 ERA for Elder, uh, 184 Spencer Strider now. And again, it just speaks to the dominance that Spencer Strider has had. And I guess it speaks to the efficiency of Bryce Elder doing it in two entirely different ways. Spencer Strider just had everything working for him as he was able to work his way through the Marlins lineup. Now, he carried a perfect game into the seventh inning, so let's not bury the lead here. Not only did he flirt with a no-hitter, he was flirting with a perfect game. That was broken up in the seventh inning on an error by Matt Olson to lead off that frame. It was Jazz Chisholm. Hit a bouncer to first base. It went off the glove of Olson, careened into foul territory, and by the time that happened, you're not going to throw out Jazz Chisholm. He was the first Marlins base runner on the evening against Strider, but the no-hitter was intact through the seventh inning and into the eighth. He got a fly out to start that frame, and then Gene Segura, a lot of times we talk about, you know, wanting a pitch back. I think the weekend maybe was an exercise and wanting a couple of pitches back against some Astros hitters. The pitch that Gene Segura hit for the first base hit of the game for the Marlins, that's exactly the kind of pitch that you would think you might be able to get a chase on. But Spencer Strider said after the game, Segura is a great bad ball hitter. So, you know, you don't really think of it the same way. I mean, would you like to have another crack at it? Sure. But you can't really say that you gave him something right down the middle and he just picked up that base hit and was able to break up your no-hit bid. Instead, just you know, one of those tip-your-cap situations, that is baseball. And for Strider, though, I think he was excited about the no-hit bid. Uh, everybody's going to be excited about the opportunity to have some history on their side. But more than anything, to carry his team deep into the game, that's something that after multiple starts, as we've heard from, from Spencer Strider, he hasn't been able to do that yet and to the level that he wants to. So to get out there with a chance to throw the eighth inning, he was as excited about that as I think anything on his stat line for this night. So the no-hitter went by the boards in the eighth inning, but Strider able to complete eight shutout frames, his longest outing of the year. And with those 13 strikeouts, just moving his way right to the top of the leaderboards in strikeouts. Now, the Braves offense was also in the midst of all of this to help break that four-game losing streak. And Sam Hilliard, what a game he had. Two home runs for Sam his second career multi-homer game, he knocked in three of the Braves' 11 runs on the day. And as you looked at what he was doing in this one, not just a home run off Edward Cabrera early, but a homer off a lefty late. And speaking of homers off lefties, Eddie Rosario had a home run off a left-handed pitcher as well. I think those are just little signs inside this game of perhaps the opportunity to maybe not worry as much about the matchup with those two guys. Now, it might be an outlier, but then again, you're always looking for the, I, I guess, the an opportunity to see if somebody's capable of getting outside of maybe what the matchup would call for. It doesn't mean they're going to start against every lefty, but maybe you start giving them some opportunities to see what you can get, particularly if you're looking for offense. Hey, Sam Hilliard's been giving you some offense, and I think Eddie Rosario has been a little unlucky this year, but a two-hit night for him, including a home run, maybe that'll get Eddie kick-started, and that would be great for Atlanta to help out in the DH spot in left field. Wherever you may have him, those are the things that uh, I think you can be encouraged about on this night among the Braves' five home runs. Now, we've got a lot of things to talk about in this one, offensively speaking. And we're going to take a look at what's going on for the Braves in game two of this four-game series, which will be coming your way on Tuesday. But I have to ask, as I always do, if you've tried out Pro Baseball GM yet. You can download Pro Baseball GM today. It lets you manage every aspect of your franchise, playing through the season to lead your franchise and fans to glory as you look to build a historic dynasty. You have to hire the right coaches and staff, manage your team's finances, all of the things that a major league executive has to do. That's what you've got to do to have success in this game. You scout and draft players, manage the difficult personalities, injuries, free agency, all of the things that you 
have to do in the in the real big league jobs. That's what you're doing here in Pro Baseball GM. And Locked On Braves postcast listeners get 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code Locked On in the game store. So head on over to probaseballgm.com, scan the code, find it in the app stores as well. Probaseballgm.com, ultimate baseball GM. Start your dynasty today. Now the Braves are going to be looking to continue this uh, offensive explosion that they had in game one because they hit five home runs in this one. Told you about a couple from Sam Hilliard, one from Eddie Rosario. How about homer number six of the year for Sean Murphy? Homer number five of the year for Austin Riley. Those are a couple of guys that, you know, if you're batting three and four in the lineup, you're going to be looking for big things from them on a nightly basis. Austin has been a little bit cold of late. Sean, meanwhile, I think is just kind of finding himself in a quite a groove in the cleanup spot for the Braves. But good to see Austin Riley. One for three, couple of walks as well. Three runs scored. And the two runs knocked in on the home run. And speaking of encouraging, Matt Olson. How about a two for four night with him? He also walked in this game. And for Murphy, a three-hit night and five trips to the plate, couple of runs scored, and his sixth home run of the year. That got the scoring started for the Braves, and it did not stop uh, very easily on this night with 11 runs piled up. I would think that this is a little bit of aggression that can be taken out over the kind of the weekend that they had. They were able to get right against the Marlins, bounce back in a big-time way on Monday at Truist Park. As I mentioned, the Braves snapped their four-game losing streak, the longest they've had since September of 2021. Uh, the Braves were not swept at all last season. And the Astros sweeping them away in April of this year marked the first time since May of 2021 that the Braves have been swept at Truist Park. So to come out and see this kind of uh, reaction from this club, definitely good to see. And perhaps it'll be a long time before we're talking about another sweep for the Braves, whether home or road, as they look to get back on their roll to start the 2021 se- or 2023 season, rather, so that it can end up maybe a lot like the 2021 season. Uh, a couple of other good notes for the Braves as well. Came on the injury front before this game. Got to see Rysel Iglesias throwing two hitters on the mound at Truist Park. He looked terrific. He was, was piling up his strikeouts. Uh, felt very good afterwards. Brian Snitker said that he's going to continue to ramp up. I would imagine a rehab assignment will be in his future. And as far as rehab assignments are concerned, it sounds like it's all systems go for Michael Harris II. Watched him hit against Rysel Iglesias. He also did some sprinting. He ran the bases. He did some sliding just to kind of test out that back. And he said he's feeling great. And I would think that a couple of games on a rehab assignment could have Michael Harris back as soon as the weekend for the Mets series. So we'll see what the next step is for him. And on Tuesday, the Braves should be welcoming back Colin McHugh to their bullpen. So all of a sudden, this club has a real opportunity to start getting healthy. We'll see when Travis Darno is able to come back. I saw him taking batting practice again today. So That obviously is a plus. He continues to train in the right direction. He's been doing some catching on some side sessions. So uh, everything seems to be moving in the right direction. And Michael Harris remarked before the game, it feels like we're all kind of starting to get on that same timetable and moving our way towards a return to the Braves. Hopefully uh, by the time we roll into the month of May, the Braves will start feeling like they've got a lot of the pieces that have been missing for this club back in there after already getting Max Fried and Kyle Wright back in their rotation. So the Braves will be looking to take some of this momentum from Monday. Some of the good news, of course, they'll be looking to add to the roster over the coming days and weeks. But as far as getting back in the win column, making it back-to-back wins, that's what they'll be trying to do in Game 2 on Tuesday behind right-hander Charlie Morton. I'll tell you all about that pitching matchup right after I tell you about BetterHelp. Because if you're thinking of starting therapy, you want to give BetterHelp a try. It's online, which means it's convenient and flexible and suited to fit your schedule. You fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, 
and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MLB today and get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash MLB. The Braves will be back in action on Tuesday night at Truist Park against the Miami Marlins. It's right-hander Charlie Morton on the mound. He's 2-2 two and two this year, a 322 ERA for the veteran righty. And it'll be Brian Hoeing coming up from AAA for the Marlins to make this start. He has one big league start and eight appearances in 2022, one and one with an ERA just over 12, but pitching very well. Uh, Hoeing has been in the minor leagues thus far in AAA in 2023, an ERA just over two with 20 strikeouts against just two walks and 17 and a third innings. Again, those are the minor league numbers. So Charlie Morton on the mound for the Braves against right-hander Brian Hoeing of the Miami Marlins will be coming up to make his first appearance of the 2023 season. First pitch is set for 7.20 p.m. Eastern time at Truist Park as Morton looks to run his record at 3-2, and two, looks to get the Braves back-to-back wins, secure no less than a series split of this four-game set, and keep the Braves winning ways going. Now to wrap things up here on the Braves postcast, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta. Make sure you're subscribed here on YouTube and make sure you click that bell to get notified every time we drop a new episode. If you're here, you've made it this far, go ahead and leave a like and also throw some comments on there as well. We always appreciate those. Like to keep the conversation going and make sure you subscribe to Locked On Braves wherever you get your podcast. Now to wrap things up for me tonight, again, your final score, Braves with an 11-0 win behind Spencer Strider and five home runs from the Atlanta offense to beat the Miami Marlins on Monday. We'll be coming back your way on Tuesday after game two. And until then, I'm Grant McCauley. So long, everyone. Hey, this is Stacey Gotsoulias. DC Lundberg. Ryan Finkelstein. Taylor Blake Ward. Host of Locked On Yankees. Locked On Mariners. Locked On Mets. Locked On Angels. And you're listening to Locked On Braves. Locked On Braves. Locked On Braves. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. 